Welcome to the Lakeside Baptist Church Podcast. We pray you are blessed as you hear the Word of God today. For more information regarding Lakeside Baptist Church, please visit lakeside.asn.au. Folk, thank you so much for being with us this morning uh, as we celebrate uh, the senior citizens uh, in our midst. Uh, I had the privilege of, of living with my grandfather the last seven years of his life uh, after my grandmother passed away. And uh, in all honesty, I miss him tremendously uh, because I could always go to him and the wisdom that would come from him was just absolutely astonishing. It was amazing uh, as we'd sit uh, and share thoughts and ideas and he would tell me uh, about life uh, in the past. It was just uh, such a beautiful, beautiful time together. And so we honor the senior citizens this morning. I want to ask a question, how do you rate? You know when you're growing old when everything hurts and what doesn't hurt doesn't work. <laughs> your knees buckle and your belt won't. You sit down in a rocking chair and you can hardly get it going and you regret all those times you resisted temptation. If you're going to a bar, you order Panadol syrup on the rocks. <laughs> your back goes out more than you do. You know all the answers, but no one asks the questions. <laughs> Your little black book contains a lot of phone numbers, but they all end with GP. Your mind makes agreements your body can't keep. You finally get it all together, and then you can't remember where to put it. You can't seem to get around to procrastinating. You don't need an alarm clock to get you up at 6 a.m. in the morning. You burn the midnight oil by 9 p.m. You feel like the morning after and you haven't even been anywhere. Anything under 50 cents isn't worth bending over to pick up. Your pacemaker opens the garage door when you see somebody pretty walking by. You might even get winded playing cards. The only whistles you get are from the tea kettle. Your children begin to look middle-aged. The gleam in your eye is just the sun reflecting on your bifocals. You stop to think and sometimes you can't get started again. You sink your teeth into a nice juicy steak and they stay there. <laughs> You finally make it to the top of the ladder, but it's leaning against the wrong wall. <laughs> if any of you have any of the above symptoms, you might consider joining our seniors gathering on Tuesday mornings <laughs> at 10 a.m. Well, folk all said in jest, this morning we really want to honor the senior citizens among us. And I want to read you a psalm of thanksgiving, Psalm 92. It's a beautiful psalm, and uh, it's broken down um, into a number of different uh, sections. Um, the first three verses are uh, the way of giving thanks. Then verse 4 is the reason of giving thanks. Verses 5 to 6 are God's great thoughts. 
verses 7 to 9, God judging his enemies, verses 10 and 11, the psalmist's experience of blessing and deliverance, and then verses 12 to 15, God makes the righteous flourish. And, and when you uh, listen to me read the psalm, you begin to pick up that, that this uh, person who wrote it in Thanksgiving uh, knew exactly what they were talking about because they'd had that experience. And, folk, there is something profound when you listen to a senior person talk uh, because they've been there, done that. In fact, the T-shirt is worn out because they're filled with not knowledge. That's what we get at university, this beautiful piece of paper with, called a degree. And you can even get a number of them. That's knowledge. But wisdom comes as you put that knowledge into practice and it becomes experience. It becomes experience. And they are able to speak with integrity. And they know what they're talking about. And so the psalm is about that. Psalm 92. It is good to praise the Lord and make music to your name, O Most High, proclaiming your love in the morning and your faithfulness at night to the music of the ten-stringed lyre and the melody of the harp. For you make me glad by your deeds, Lord. I sing for joy at what your hands have done. As the psalmist looks back, sings for joy at how God has been faithful to them. Verse 5, how great are your works, Lord. How profound your thoughts. Senseless people do not know, fools do not understand. That though the wicked spring up like grass and all evildoers flourish, they will be destroyed forever. But you, Lord, are forever exalted. For surely your enemies, Lord, surely your enemies will perish. All evildoers will be scattered. You have exalted my horn like that of a wild ox. Fine oils have been poured on me. My eyes have seen the defeat of my adversaries. My ears have heard the rout of my wicked foes. The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. They still bear fruit in the old age. They will still stay fresh and green, proclaiming the Lord is upright. He is my right. Oh, he's my rock, and there is no wickedness in him. It's amazing how uh, many, many times adults struggle in this aging process. Uh, you know, there are benefits, I'm told, in growing old. <laughs> um, things like wisdom, which you don't uh, realize, and it's only when uh, you spend time with other younger people uh, and they... Uh, in their own foolishness, stumble and fall, but when they listen to you, you realize that you have so much to give. And I think that our senior citizens uh, are a massive inspiration to the younger generation uh, who think they, they know it all, said with respect. And so, as we cast our fears aside, we want to remember... Uh, what the scriptures say uh, about senior citizens. And as we look back, we realize uh, a couple of things. Firstly, that God loves senior people. 
God loves senior people and used them in Bible times. Uh, if I think of, of Abraham and Sarah, they were past their 90 years of age when Isaac was born. And no wonder uh, they started laughing when God said to them that they will have a child. In fact, the name Isaac means laughter. Because at this age, can God allow them to have a child? Yes. And because of the miraculous intervention of God in this particular case, for God to get all the glory, they start laughing and they call him laughter, Isaac. If you think of Moses and Aaron, they were past the age of 80 years old when God called them to lead Israel out of Egypt. Imagine a, a young soldier coming and saying to the Israelites, God has called me to take you out of Egypt. I mean, people would have laughed. But here are these two senior men uh, God uses to lead the people out of Egypt. And God used them and used them well, despite their grumbling. If you think of Joshua and Caleb, uh, as they go and they, they, they conquer Canaan, and, and they served until they were over 100 years old. God used them in the Old Testament. I always think of, of young Daniel in the lion's den. Well, folk, Daniel wasn't so young when God uh, allowed him to serve uh, as the deputy prime minister of Babylon, if you like. It was during uh, his life that he was over 80 years old. He was a man filled with wisdom to be able to, to guide and lead people. If I think of Simeon and Anna that were, were waiting for God to reveal the Messiah to us, both, both of them were past their, their 80s. And so God used many, many people, and those are just a few examples how God uses people in the Old Testament. But I believe that God uses people, senior people, in the New Testament and even in our modern times as well. The early church had elders people who were wise that led the church, mature men and women who could set the example because of their experience in life who were able to lead the church, because the church is a macrocosm of the family, and the family, men and women, are a microcosm of the church, and so God used the, the, the wisdom of those who'd gone uh, before to lead the church. They were needed those days, and I believe they're still needed today because retired people have time on their hands. Although they've retired from uh, work, they still have time to be able to uh, invest in the things of the kingdom of God. Hospitality is, is an, an amazing gift that, that senior people have to be able to, to teach and to give as they go and do some visitation, as they go and uh, help and encourage other people on their journey. They're able to, to edify. They're able to, to disciple younger ones and actually say to them, listen, follow in my footsteps. Be careful of that particular road that you're following. It could lead to your destruction. Be careful. I was there. Do you see my scars? A senior person would say, do you see the scars I bear on my body and in my heart that will be able to, to say, be careful? Mom used to say and still says, Show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. 
My beautiful mother is not uh, educated, but she was able to understand Proverbs chapter 24, where, where she, she, she's able to say to, to us that be careful because if you mingle with the wrong crowd, you will stumble and fall because they will lead you astray. Be careful of that. And guess what we tell our son? Be careful who you mingle with. Be careful of those guys. Be careful. Because if you carry on down that path, you're gonna, uh, they'll become a snare for your pathway. That's exactly what Proverbs is talking about. Where does that come? That comes through the senior citizens in our lives that hand it down to us and we hand it down to them. It's called wisdom. Seniors are able to pray for us. They're able to visit us. They're able to make those phone calls. Although they've retired from their vocation, their spiritual journey uh, is not complete. And I'll be totally honest with you, I don't think that we treat our senior citizens the best in our country. There is so much to learn from other cultures. And I have no regrets in being in this country, but we have a lot to learn in caring for our senior citizens. And once they're gone out of our lives, it's finished. It's over. Why do we have to wait until we stand at a, at a funeral and give a eulogy how amazing that person was? Why don't we begin today on the 7th of May to say that we are really grateful for our senior citizens and let them know how amazing they are? They've set an example. They've gone before us. Let us thank them for that because when they're no longer with us, we can't tell them that anymore. Let's, let's be grateful for who they are. But not only in our minds and in our hearts, but let's express it to them while they're alive. God used them in the Old Testament and still certainly uses senior citizens today. Thirdly, I think at this stage of being a senior citizen that you've learned that the Lord loves you. And that's exactly what Psalm 92 is about. Uh, through experience... Not through a, an easy life, but through experience, a senior citizen realizes that God will never leave them nor forsake them. God will not abandon them. In fact, Isaiah chapter 46 verse 4 says, I made you and I will care for you. I will carry you along and save you. And that senior citizen realizes that they are never alone. Even if they feel alone, even if they feel lonely, they know that their God is with them. They know that, that they are not on their own, even in their final days. In fact, they are very aware of Philippians 1 verse 6, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion. That God is not going to abandon us, that God is not going to just leave us half-baked, if you like, that God is still working in our lives and he wants to pre present us faultless before the throne of God. He wants to present us uh, good, made in the image of God. And a senior person has realized that. Fourthly, I think seniors, because of their experience, it's brought about wisdom. Wisdom. Again, not knowledge that we can get from a university, but wisdom. And as they navigate their senior years, they, they begin to develop this invaluable experience. I wish... 
I had dad with us still. So I could say, dad, what would you do in this situation? Mom, how would you understand this? Mom's still around, so I'm able to do that. But they've realized uh, and learned more about themselves. They've realized uh, who God is, that He is their Lord. They've realized um, about loved ones and, and about the world around them that no one can take away. They've realized that, that, you know, that there is hope in humanity. Sometimes we think, oh, goodness, you know, will this ever <laughs> help us? And they have hope because they've experienced it before. Because they've been through the wars, figuratively and literally. And they're able to say, yes, as we hang in there, there is hope. There is hope. They've learned that. And I really believe that, that they have a lot to teach us. In fact, in Job chapter 12, verse 12, we read, wisdom belongs to the aged, to the seniors among us, wisdom, and understanding to the old. And that word understanding in the Hebrew means intelligence, that no book can teach you, no university degree can teach you. It means they understand and, and, and know about discretion, what is right and what is wrong, and they're able to hold on to what is right. They understand reason. They understand skillfulness. They are filled with wisdom. Wisdom belongs to the aged and understanding to the old. In fact, in 1 Kings chapter 12, verse 6, uh, in the Old Testament, we see that, that Solomon, uh, once he had become king, he goes to older men to give advice or to get advice from the older men. I think that's a wonderful example for us to follow. And King Rehoboam, who followed uh, from Solomon's lead, also asks the elders, and he says, how do you think I should answer the people? Why? Because you have not the knowledge, you have the wisdom. Because if I, to, I were to do it my way, I can get into a lot of trouble. When it comes to, uh, to moral issues and to ethics, it's so comforting to know that in some gray areas in our lives and in this world, we're able to go to those who've gone before us. And through their wisdom, they're able to give us guidance. The experience that has brought about wisdom. And fifthly and finally, experience is a model to others. What do I mean by that? Well, Wherever you've seen an older person, you've realized that, that they've got so much to give and you want to follow in their footsteps. Psalm 71 verse 18 says, Even when I'm old and gray, do not forsake me, my God, till I declare your power to the next generation, your mighty acts to all who are to come. And so the wise follower of God realizes that, that their work on earth is not yet done because they've, they've reached the age of 65 or 67, that, that their work on earth is done and they're able to retire now. No, but they realize more and more that they have so much to give because 
the psalmist says, till I declare your power to the next generation. Till I announce is what that word means. Till I explain it to the next generation. And I expound on it. In fact, that word means till I rehearse it and model it to the next generation. Till I show them how to live. And so we want to honor the senior citizens among us this morning. And we want to also ask you to teach us. To figuratively, I need to be careful how I say this, to figuratively grab us by the ear and say, listen. We have a lot to learn from you. So we want you to help us choose a righteous path. We want you to help us uh, to be able to uh, give us some of your experience to guide us in our lives, to share the Word of God with us, to reassure us that God will never leave us nor forsake us the way God has never left you or forsaken you. We want you to show us that from your experience that you're in it for the long haul, unlike uh, us who, who, when the first obstacle comes, we throw the towel in. We want you to teach us about your tenacity and your grit and your, your amazing worth, work ethic and how uh, you are able to succeed in your life, how you're able to uh, live a successful marriage and how you were able to... Uh, because you never quit uh, to build this country the way we remembered the Anzacs a couple of weeks ago, the way you're able to, to raise your kids, the way, the way you're able to, to uh, have a home and, and, and pay your bills. We want to know these things and how, more importantly, uh, you were able to stay faithful to the true and living God despite feeling lonely many, many times. And so we want to invite you to teach us because we honor you this morning. I picked this up uh, just during the week. It's titled, Beatitudes for Friends of the Aged. Blessed are they who understand my faltering steps and my palsied hand. And blessed are they that know that my ears today must strain to hear what they have to say. And blessed are they that seem to know that my eyes are dim and my wits are slow. And blessed are they that looked away when my coffee spilled at lunch today. Blessed are they with a cheery smile who stopped to chat for a little while. And blessed are they who never say, you told that story twice today. And blessed are those who know the way to bring back the memories of yesterday. And blessed are they who make it known that I'm loved, respected, and not alone. Blessed are they who know I'm at a loss to find the strength to carry my cross. And blessed are they who ease the days of my journey home in loving ways. Old age can be a difficult time, but it could be such a rewarding time as well. And that's why they're called the golden years. The golden years. Yes, they are the sunset years, but they are golden. They are precious. And we want to learn from you for, from those precious years. 
Robertson wrote, God planned the strength and beauty of youth to be physical. But the strength and beauty of age is spiritual. We gradually lose the strength and beauty that is temporary, so we'll be sure to concentrate on the strength and beauty that is forever. Seniors among us, we honor you today. We respect you today and every day. And we thank God for you. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for the senior citizens in our lives, in our church, in this world. And Lord, we give you glory for them. Lord, sadly, we don't honor them enough. We pray, Lord, that we might learn from them and that we might grow in wisdom as they share their thoughts with us. Help us to do that, Lord, and to do it well. In Jesus' name, amen. Folk, uh, once we're done... Um, we want to all stand together.